Hey folks, welcome to Meets World. Today we'll be talking about the art of seeding. So let's jump right into it. What is seeding? Well, in computing, a seed is a number used to initialize a pseudo-random number generator, aka a number is used alongside a mathematical function to generate a very long stream of random numbers. But since the seed and function are known, it's considered pseudo-random. There's no way to generate a truly random sequence of numbers from a computer unless you use hardware, for example, to track quantum events. I believe humans are essentially pseudo-random number generators, or very complex ones for that matter. Ever since birth, we're quote unquote, seeded by our parents, the environment, and all other external stimuli. We add on to our base set of core functions by learning and adapting in the world. And this in turn dictates what our actions or reactions will be. Jim Rohn has said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And although I don't fully agree with the sentiment, I think he's on the right path. Like I was saying, you're the average of all external stimuli you receive. Most kids will act like their parents or unlike them, depending on the psychological effect their parents' actions have taken on them. They'll carry this persona to school where they'll be reshaped according to their friends, colleagues, teachers, and anyone else they see. In this age of smartphones, the network that impacts them is so much larger. So what does all this have to do with seeding? Well, I wanna tell you a secret. You are so important that every action you've ever taken has seeded someone else in what they will do. In a way, we're all seeding each other in this interconnected human web and growing as a species. Since seeding comes in levels, as with most things in life. Let's look at this with a microscope in further detail. Level one, seeding others unconsciously. In this stage, you're just living your life influencing others just from the actions you're taking without actually requesting that change from anyone else. It can be as simple as waking up early every day and meditating and seeing your roommates install that habit as time goes on. You're not telling them to wake up and spend some time meditating, but they see you doing it and feel as if they should be as well. Level two, Seeding others through mentorship or guidance. At any point in life, you'll have people look up to you or at least appreciate who you've become and take a look at the steps you've taken to get there. And they'll want to associate themselves with you and become your mentee. A major example is a younger sibling. You have the capability to be their best friend and also guide them when things get tough. They'll blindly listen to every piece of advice you have to offer. But remember, this person can be anyone and doesn't have to be younger than you since everyone's journey in life is unfolding at different paces. This level is slightly more mentally taxing on a person as their perceived responsibility is higher. They know they're actively influencing this mentee and therefore need to do a better job themselves and set prime example. Level three, seeding others for personal benefits. Let's face it, we're all human and are selfish to some degree. We all have wants and needs and sometimes you have to explicitly ask others to satisfy these urges. From personal experience, I've noticed that asking others directly doesn't always guarantee you getting what you want. Sometimes you have to play the longer game and seed them. You have to bring up the idea very early on and let it grow like a virus in their minds. And yes, Inception was a great movie. Don't ask them exactly what you want, but bringing up the idea and all the pros and cons surrounding it while obviously making the pros sound more attractive. Let the thoughts simmer in their heads for as long as they need to, and more often than not, they'll come to a decision on their own. And this decision will be the one you wanted them to take. You can achieve all this without explicitly asking them anything. This technique can overshadow the previous two stages. All you have to do is present a few things to the other person. The context behind the scenario, the choice they can make, and the advantages and disadvantages of either choice. This comprises the seed you'll be giving them. As long as you know the other person and understand how they think as a collective, you can tweak the seed to work to your benefit. You just have to make the choice you want out of them to look like the right choice without any doubts. It's important to drop facts out of the initial seed that might work against you. You don't want to bring all the cards to the table and confuse the other person. The reason why this works so well 
is because you're letting the individual come to a conclusion on their own. People have a need to be right and know they're doing things of their free will. But as we've suggested above, we're all seeing each other since no one can do something truly random. The beauty of this approach is most people won't even realize what you're doing. And even if they do, what can they really say? And to a degree, we're doing most of these things unconsciously. But when you start realizing these patterns, the unconscious brain undertakes, and take it into action by your conscious brain, you can achieve so much more. You can plant these seeds in everyone around you, including yourself, and take humanity in the direction you want it to go. This is what differentiates visionaries from followers. Usually I'd give an example, but this time I want you to think about it and come up with your own actions. So I hope this was interesting, and until then, see you.